I must insist on one request, he said. His boots thudded as he tossed them to the floor. Hunching forward, he braced his arms on his knees and bowed his head. When he looked up, any chance for compromise faltered behind a straight-lined mouth and impassive eyes. She had seen much of this look recently. His movements were stiff and temperate, and she knew he would not concede this one concession. No matter how loyal, servants do talk, and I wish not to be shamed by gossip-enticed employees. It is impossible to prevent the spread of rumors, and I find the only way to eliminate them is to not provide anything worthy of scandal. While I am unable to protect my business from the abuse of wagging tongues, I refuse to supply them with my private life as an encore. You have my word that I will not ask any more than this one concession of you. He paused, took a breath, and then faced her. Anna, I ask that you share my bed. Her eyes widened and her mouth fell open. She stepped backward away from him, stopping only when her hands touched the cold wall behind her. She had anticipated as much, but to hear the words, no wonder it took him so long to ask. It was doubtful she would have the same amount of time to construct her answer. I will expect nothing else of you, save that. He pulled off his socks and lobbed them on top of his boots. Beneath her feet, the slats on the floor were joined perfectly together, except for a small chip on one plank. She worked her toe over the blemish, sanding the roughness from the imperfection. When she looked up, the edges of the room darkened, dimmed as though clouding her on a cold day, and yet lit Daniel in white. She strained to hear through her fog. Her husband spoke as if he discussed the placement of shipping crates, not her place by his side in their marital bed. He could not mean what he had asked. But then he had not asked. He had simply stated his terms. She lifted her head, meaning to ask him what he meant by this, but stopped short when he unbuttoned his shirt. As comfortable as though he were alone in his bachelor's room, he pulled the linen over his head, his ribbon falling from his hair. Brown locks hung past his shoulders, and he tossed another article of clothing to the pile. Short wisps of hair curled across his broad chest. Hard work at the docks had rewarded him with a strong back, flat stomach, and a perfectly tapered waist. Heat bloomed in her cheeks as she thought how she might also benefit from his diligence. She cleared her throat. <clears throat> Are you insisting that I... No. He shook his head, continuing less vigorously. No. I have never forced myself on a woman, and I especially will not force my wife. Eyeing the bed, she tried to determine if this was her penance or reward. To be alone with him in private was one thing, but to share the same bed? Had he thought this through? No innocent. She knew what it was to lay next to a man, and she wondered if it would be worse to know the joy of consummation, but be denied it, or to be familiar with the pleasure, yet have it near. It was easy to see where Dante acquired his inspiration. Swallowing, she flicked her eyes to Daniel, 
and nodded her answer. He exhaled a relieved sigh, and his face softened. He surveyed the room as though seeing it for the first time, and she followed his gaze. I suppose the style isn't to your liking, he said. She shrugged. It's fine, and it suits you. I wouldn't alter a thing. Picking up a change of clothes, he tossed them across his shoulder. But now it needs to suit us. This is your home. Make whatever changes you'd like. Half naked, he grabbed a towel and a cake of soap. He peered back at her from the door. And Anna, the next time we kiss, I want it to be because you've asked me to kiss you. He left the room, and she touched her fingers to her mouth, her lips already tingling.